jinkies. Oh, what's that gross book made out of skin? It's not a book. It's a tome made out of skin. Ew. What's it say? Behold the collected apocrypha of Stacy Ponder, the writer for Final Girl. And Anthony Hudson, the programmer for Queer Horror. And together they are... Oh my god! Don't read it out loud! Don't read it out loud! Gay It's Pride Ooh. Month, baby! Yeah! Get, Target's got those rainbow <laughs> suspenders and oh. tutus and Love, Simon, Piggy Banks! <laughs> yeah, I saw a Colgate ad that was like the head of a toothbrush and then the toothpaste was rainbow. Oh my god, Maddie uh, showed me that yesterday. It is yeah. so stupid. And I'm like, well, oh, well, we've come so far. We're finally important enough to like be pandered to by corporations. Can't we just like drop all the corporate bullshit though, and just like have Pride sponsored by Swamp Hag? Like that's what I want. <laughs> yeah. Oh, me too. As long as there are no non-consensual kinks that I have to look at. Oh. <laughs> any any yums that you may have to yuck yeah no, did you see that like viral tweet from a young person who was like here are the rules for the pride parade like put your kinks <laughs> away because no one is consenting to look at it and pride is needs to be family friendly and blah blah and i was just like oh go to hell yeah <laughs> yeah i was like i'm sorry go to hell i was like good lord <laughs> Can Pride we... is the one time us freaks get to just uh, get freaky in the straights. Right? Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, I have no interest in leather daddies, but like. <laughs> she said. <laughs> she said. But I mean, like, I can. If something came down the street that was so offensive to my eyeballs, I could like look at my shoe for a second. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah, tell. Yeah. I'm not gonna tell the leather da- leather daddies to put their thongs away, or the leather daddies. I'm not gonna tell any daddies what to do in the fucking pride parade. Okay? <laughs> no daddies discriminated against. Exactly. So to oh. to be like having to look at you on your float is non consensual. Like, don't fucking compare it to rape. First of all, you know what? Okay, the fucking world is non consensual. Exactly. Like, Everything you know I how- see is non consensual until i consent how many fucking straight families do i have to see in restaurants and on sidewalks and at parks i don't want to see any fucking babies but do i I have here but there they are right in front of me just right there they're spilling their bottles all over and then and then dad's gotta take up all the space to pick it up and he drops his home depot membership card (laughs) i don't i can't let me tell you Nobody occupies as much space physically and and orally. Is that like audio wise? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, orally. Orally. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> My name's John. Marlon <laughs> Jones here. Yeah. Nobody occupies as much space as old timey straight prospectors named Orly <laughs> Jones. <laughs> as straight people who are ruining everything, and that's not consensual. So you know what? Suck it up. Uh, Jin, Jin X Y Z, because 
Yeah. The world's got a whole lot worse coming for you. So just let us fucking freaks enjoy those kinks. Exactly. I'm sure that TGI Fridays did not consent to your toddler throwing Cheerios all over the floor. <laughs> but there they are. Right. We went to see we went to see The Hustle, the Anne Hathaway Rebel Wilson movie. And it was adorable. But as we get in there, we always get the assigned seats. Like, because uh, that's just how they do it at this theater. So we, we go in, we go to our assigned seat. Every single time we get into our assigned seat, there is someone else in the seat already. Ugh. This time, it is a family. And Jason's seat has been completely destroyed by a little boy with a bag of popcorn. Oh so when Jason God. sits down, it was literally just popcorn and butter and grease everywhere. Oh. Everywhere. That... That is chemical warfare. Heterosexual chemical warfare. Yeah. And I'm like, is this what Stonewall was about? So that, like, <laughs> gay people could replicate that? This family-friendly, but, like, whatever. You want to get married and have a baby. Like, that's your business. But also, like, we're just becoming... the. It seems like the more equality or whatever, the more rights we get, the less we're murdered. It's just, like, gay people are just getting really boring so boring well it's the it's that uh, trying to fit into that heteronormative lens but even then there's this weird like ultra conservative side to to um at least younger uh queerness where um yeah everything is is being policed and we're we're like super um fundamentalist about a lot of things that's really uh kind of not queer feeling to me yeah and really like desexualized yeah, and it's like, oh, well, how many different invent identities can I invent, and how much can <laughs> yeah. how 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 prudish can I make them at the same time? <laughs> right, I identify as someone who likes to hug. <laughs> <laughs> All I right, just... I guess we'll add another fucking color to the flag for you. Uh... Can you paint with all the colors of the rainbow flag? <laughs> um, I was just reading Jack Halberstam's book Trans, and it is fucking amazing um but in it it's like it's so amazing to see this like uh contemporary trans academic theorist formerly like 80s butch lesbian like judith butler era queer theorist you know um just one completely explode my mind with uh talking about gender and how how nothing everything is fluid and nothing is as we understand it and all all identities all politics all naming is all symptomatic of colonization super cool stuff but wow. then at some point jack gets real shady with the new generation and it's like you know while some of us are busy arguing over triggers or calling each other out or the t word we're actually being fucking murdered and enslaved <laughs> Yeah. And it was really nice to just like kind of, you know, put it into perspective. Right. Yes. I can only hope that eventually people will chill, you know, but it's like, like I don't want to have to go back to the days of like, I mean, you know, obviously getting murdered and things being outlawed and but like gay men only kind of having sex in parks because that's all they could do. And, you know, lesbians just like never having a fulfilling relationship in their lives like obviously just yeah. lesbians staring slowly down the corridor <laughs> wistfully yeah. yeah just like taking their gloves off putting them back on <laughs> you know i don't want to go back to those days but like i also i don't know i just don't want us to all turn into big hunks of tofu you know do i need love simon corporate whitewashed uh right. asexual pride right <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. No. Yeah. 
Like, I'm not excited to go stand on the street and watch the float from the local grocery store go by at the Pride <laughs> Parade, you know? Our produce is gluten-free and agendered. Yeah. <laughs> you won't cancel our produce. <laughs> yeah, buy our produce. We guarantee you won't cancel it. <laughs> Oh. I just, I don't know. I was like, okay, so great. Like, I uh, i don't want to spend my time mad at the gay community either. But I'm just like, where are my people? You know? I know. Besides here on this show. So. Thank you. You know, <laughs> yeah. I i long for a radical gay politic. And I long, I, uh, I long for... Um, what I was saying to you the other day about we need we need Divine and John Waters back. Like yes. we just we just need it to be fucking multiple maniacs. We need caravans of drag queens just like eating people in the streets. Mm-hmm. Like fisting with rosaries. Um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> lobster assault. Like we yes. need we need this back. We, we need, need a, a little radical... danger. We need a little danger. I mean, like, kind of all of culture right now could use a little danger. Like, I realize that we're getting enough danger in our reality. But, yeah. You know, but I mean, like, our arts and culture, it just feels like it's all about snuggling now. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it makes sense. The world is a terrifying place. Everyone just wants to lay low and cuddle. Like, ugh, <laughs> Gross. Like, but I say, let's eat them all alive. Let's eat them all alive. Like, once they started opening those, like, snuggle businesses and shit, like, that was the true end. Like, the Mayans should have are... fucking predicted that. <laughs> the snuggle businesses? Yeah. <laughs> Where you can, like, go and pay someone to snuggle you. Oh, no. Why would you do that? Yeah, like, go lay, like, spoon with a fucking, like, quote-unquote therapist, you know? No! No, that's what everyone knows. That's what the giant anime body pillows are for. <laughs> exactly. That's why I've got ten, and they're all Rainbow Pride editions with Love Simon on them. It's the Yaoi, the Yaoi edition. I just hate everything. Oh, yeah, well. it's all shit. It's all shit. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. <laughs> Happy Pride, everybody. Well, there goes all of our sponsors. Yep. <laughs> yep. All of them. All the listeners. All the listeners under 65. <laughs> and we don't have any over 65, so I guess we're just done now. <laughs> it's just us. It's just us. That's okay. Alone at the apocalypse. Yep. There we are. Oh, boy. Wow. Yep. So, pride time, baby. <laughs> i don't know oh well yeah did you see there's the new um pride edition of the babadook the the (laughs) blu-ray it cracks me up (laughs) (laughs) on the one hand it's funny on the other hand i'm just like no it cracks me up. I totally, I totally have the same feelings. Although there was part of me that was like, should I buy this just for that stupid rainbow slipcover? Right, like my my, lo- my loathing of rainbow <laughs> pride shit just <laughs> it turned on my on, on myself. Yeah, <laughs> and how it once makes me want to purchase this. It's kind of funny that like I know that whole thing started with a Netflix algorithm error. Yeah. You know, and it's gone this far, but I don't need to hand Scream Factory $30 to, no. like, enjoy that strength. <laughs> to, 
I guess. To be certified gay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Since the movie, it, like, I mean, whatever. You want read into it whatever you want to read into it. But, like, I don't know. To me, there's nothing gay about that movie, so. Oh, no. No. Well, the. You can, guess... like, you, you can get all metaphorical and blah, 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 but. I think it's an argument for turning gay and not having kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good conversion uh you know movie yeah i use it in all my conversion therapy centers yeah yeah converting the I, other way yeah yeah i turn i turn people straight nicole kim they're doing boy erase two and <laughs> nicole kidman's hair if you thought it was wild in the first one just wait for the sequel <laughs> yeah and then i was just like oh boy this is so pride has a fish i think this pride to me feels more I don't know, awful, I guess. Disingenuous? <clears throat> Disingenuous, yeah. Like, it's been co-opted by Oreos, you know? like. Well, and then it doesn't help that, meanwhile, like, yeah, we have Oreo and Crest Pride, or Colgate <laughs> Pride. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, like, uh, what? <laughs> Everyone is taking away queer rights <laughs> around the United States and, and enabling yeah. discrimination. Yeah, the rights are slowly, quietly eroding. We don't have any rights anymore, but uh, Wells Fargo likes us, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) They paid for the pipeline. Woo! Nike did a rainbow swoosh. Um, Woo! Adidas photographed a gender queer. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. And here we have the agenda in nature as seen. Next to their Keds. <laughs> Adidas doesn't sell Keds. That's two separate brands, you stupid yeah. clown. Yeah. What a stupid dog. You'd think they would have caught that before that documentary like went to festivals, right? Yeah. <laughs> Werner Herzog has, has <laughs> said uh, the sad life of the asexual. <laughs> the asexual. They love no one, not even themselves. <laughs> Especially not on Tumblr. No. <laughs> I ask, what is color for the autosexual? <laughs> what color for the person who just furiously masturbates all the time? <laughs> okay, this actually is the pride I want. Yeah. I want... Yeah. <laughs> Werner Herzog presents Pride 2020. In Adidas commercial. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't Adidas stand for all day? I dream about sex. (laughs) Why they have a sexual spokesperson. (laughs) This is anathema to what they stand for. (laughs) And then the the asexual wanders out onto the ice floe and dies. a better world already okay good i love pride okay i do you got me excited for pride right. now with this essentials yeah. <laughs> the ice float shut the fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh, <wow. sighs> what's uh 
Okay, so what's what's been happening in Ponderland in the Ponderverse days? Ponderverse. Well, okay. Uh, I don't know if I should talk about this, but I will. I think that's the, a great way to preface any conversation <laughs> yeah. on air. I mean, it's fine. And maybe it's just me being uptight. I don't know. But I assume you, you sent no. out some kind of minion or something. Because <laughs> on the piece I wrote for Final Girl about Prom Night 2 and Prom Night 3. Oh, no. Oh, no. Basically, <laughs> hashtag not my Mary Lou. <laughs> Someone left a comment and it said, oh, shush. Prom Night 3 is great. <laughs> is that it? Yes. <laughs> I was like, don't come in my house. Don't come in my house. If you want to leave that comment on Gaylords of Darkness at Facebook... Or on our Twitter, Gaylords of D. That's one thing. <laughs> you come in my house and disrespect. In my Christian house. In my Christian house. <laughs> <laughs> and you disrespect my my Lord and Savior, Mary Lou Maloney. <laughs> By daring. And then on top of it, to shush oh, no. me? To shush oh, me. No. Don't, that's true. That's true. Don't come in my house and shush me. Mm-hmm. That is an affront. It's an affront. I was affronted. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, Stacey, I think this proves social justice goes both ways. We can we can make fun of people for being triggered, but then you come in and someone, yeah. someone says, I like Mary Lou 3. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> the pendulum swings both ways. <laughs> That's true. But I mean, in my home... In my one corner of the internet. In your home, yeah. I think yeah, right I, was, I was more of offended by the shushing. I don't like the shushing. Shushed. I don't like to be shushed. Yeah, because why would you go on a blog where someone produces content and essentially say, don't produce content, I like this movie? <laughs> yeah, someone came right in. That's what happened. Someone came right in and they took a shit in your foyer. They did. <laughs> you know, oh my God. <laughs> No, um, I didn't tell you that, did I? Oh God, did someone shit in your foyer? Yeah, like. What? <laughs> what the fuck, man? Let me tell you. Are you okay? Okay, just tell me. <laughs> you think Portland Maine sounds all quaint, right? You, you're like, oh, does Jessica Fletcher go to lunch there? Like, <laughs> let me tell you, there's a lot of drunkies and junkies around here. Mm, and I mm-hmm. live right downtown. And I don't know if I'd go so far as to call it a foyer. It might qualify more as a vestibule. <laughs> right? But, like, there's, we have, like, an outer door that's unlocked, and then there's maybe a the tiny space. You take, like, two steps forward, and it's the inner door to the apartment, and it, that locks, obviously. Oh, like a little airlock. It's like an airlock, exactly. So uh, <laughs> we've had all kinds of shenanigans in there um, because I happen to have, like, a convenience store at each end of my street. So we just get a oh, lot no. of, yeah. So it's not All great. the rabble. 
all the rabble at all hours um mm-hmm. like a year ago year and a half ago um i was sitting in my living room and you know one of my upstairs neighbors came downstairs and she opened the door and she screamed and uh her boyfriend came running down and was like what's going on and there was a guy in there jerking off <gasps> yeah um and so like a couple of days ago let's see i went to new york on saturday so this was like thursday i got woken up at like 4 30 in the morning there was someone oh. in, in the vestibule okay wait this just happened this just happened yeah oh my god it was like 4 30 in the morning there was someone in the vestibule being loud it was a man and a woman and oh no. and they were like hitting the door and, all, and they were all fucked up and so i like i didn't open the inner door obviously but i was like you gotta get out of here like go time to go you gotta go and so they shuffled off, and then I guess they came back because at about 6 o'clock in the morning, I heard my upstairs neighbors saying, that's okay, but you got to go. It's time to go. And then I looked out, and I saw the woman had come back, and she, like, stumbled down the sidewalk and then came right back. Mm-mm-mm. And then the neighbor came down again, and I just heard this noise and blah, blah, blah. And I opened the door, and I'm like, what? like what's going on, man? And he's like, well... I'm just going to throw that rug away because someone shit on it. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know. Yep. That is Jerry Blank. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She gets told to leave a place twice and then she comes back and shits on the vegetable rug. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. So, you know, so when you, when like less awful things happen during your trip to New York, like when you see less awful things that you do, like on your own front steps, it's like, mm. yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe I should move. I don't know. I can't believe someone shit on your blog and then shit in your foyer. That's what I'm saying. Maybe that's why I was so sensitive to this Mary Lou Maloney business. All at Pride Month. This All is happy pride. pride. This is my time to shine. I got my teeth shined with my Pride Colgate. <laughs> I got my teeth shined. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, just stop shitting all over, like, all my places. So. Stop shitting on Stacy, people. Thank you. Thank you <laughs> it's Pride Month. This is my month. But you know what? You just wait until July when it's L- yeah. LGBT Revenge Month. Oh, I can't then wait. Then I'll really get mine. So That's the that's when the dipes come that's off. That's when the dipes come off. And if anyone's going to shit in my vestibule, it's going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'll show up. <laughs> If anyone will tell me to stop writing, it's me. <laughs> so there. Just got to put up with this for another three weeks. <laughs> well, I yeah. believe in you. Thank I you. believe in you. Thank you. I, I, think, I think the pride swamp hag will look over you and <laughs> yeah. guide you through this so that we can reach revenge month and, and, Thank you. and have a blast. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta move. Yeah, you do. I gotta move. <laughs> I yeah. gotta move. Yeah, you do. Like, I don't have super high standards, but... Shitting in a vestibule. Yeah. Jerking off in there as well. <laughs> <laughs> 
God forbid that fucking someone from 2020 comes over with a black light and shines it in there because who knows what they're going to find, you know? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hello, I'm from 2020. I'm just here to shine a black light and vestibules. I've been going door to door today. <laughs> We're doing a special piece on, I don't know, Skid Row? Like, oh, okay, yeah. come on in. <laughs> Yay! Oh well, yeah. But what if it was Jessica Fletcher shitting in my vestibule? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or doing the uh, blacklight investigation? She does both. She does. It's, oh. it's how it's a. She's a grifter. It's a one-two con. Oh man, it's just like the whole murder she wrote. She was really killing all those people, right? She was behind all of it. She has so much fucking blood on her hands. Yes. She was always at the scene of the crime, like no matter where it was. So Yeah. 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 Well Basic Instinct. It was originally about Jessica Fletcher before they had to <laughs> gear it towards a younger, sexier audience. I wouldn't know how to feel because I'd be like, I love you, Jessica Fletcher. Thank you. But <laughs> should I tell her to stop shitting in my vestibule? I don't know. <laughs> it's Jessica Fletcher. Maybe she'll write a book about it. Oh, it's called, hey, who's shitting in my vestibule? (laughs) And the second volume, throwing away another rug. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yep. So that's all the catching up, I guess. Wow, what a time. What a time. Yeah. <laughs> what a month. What a world. What a world. So I was especially glad to uh, get on a bus out of town to go to New York. And I uh, had a great time. And while I was there, I made my friends go see Ma with me. Oh, you went and saw Ma starring Octavia Spencer. Yes, indeed. My oh, yeah. Well, you know, Stacy, I was not in the Big Apple uh, however, I was trying to get some youths out of my pre-assigned seating, <laughs> mm. and, I, and I saw Ma as well. What are the odds? I know! It's so funny. What a meet-cute we've just experienced. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just like the straight people do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time. In Ikea, in front of me, at the library, yep. in the grocery store. Yeah, so I do have to give a nice shout out to my friends who went, even though they don't, they're not into horror movies, but I was like, you guys aren't going to be scared, I promise. Wait, your friends aren't into horror movies? I have a couple friends that aren't into horror movies. I actually, I probably have more, well, is that true? I don't know. Never mind. It was, all right, I brought two (laughs) pillows with me, okay? You brought your Japanese anime pillows? I brought my hug pillows. Just trying to fit in with the younger crowd. Please tell me you took them to Bikini Kill also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would have been nice. It would have given me some more room. That was a crowded show. Oh, yeah. You bought them little tickets and everything, mm-hmm. so it's a fish. Yeah, exactly. Got them the backstage pass. Yep. I drew little <laughs> nose rings on them. You know. <laughs> well, God bless your friends for uh, contributing to the show and allowing you to enjoy media so that we may talk about it. Yes, exactly. Yeah, but I think, oh, what I think nice they people. liked it. They liked it, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good time. I don't, I, uh, I loved it. You did? I really did, Yeah. Okay, I. This is what everyone is telling me. I, I think I need to see it again. Really? 
Yeah, because this is what every, everyone told me. They loved it. J- First thing out of the movie theater, Jason says, I loved it. And I was just like, eh. Really? Yeah. However, and I don't, Stacey, I've been trying to figure out what's wrong with me. I think I'm just broken. I think I just don't enjoy anything anymore. I think so. Um, <laughs> I think I'm fucking broken. <laughs> and unless it is a terrible, terrible, terrible movie like Detective Pikachu, I'm not going to like anything ever again. Wow. Um, uh, uh, I loved it. And I will say, like, a part of that, a small part of that was that we had a really great crowd. Every, oh, people were talk, that talking back to the screen in a good way. You know, people were yeah. in it. People were clapping at certain points. People were laughing, yelling, having a great time. So is a New York audience respectful or are they nightmares? I could see it going either way. Um, I don't honestly recall any nightmares. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Okay. So what I think part of why I might've had a very different read on this film is as literally everybody else I know is the fact that this man who, okay. Full, ad- full disclosure. We accidentally sat in the wrong seats. So this time we were the people <laughs> that had to move. <laughs> we just didn't count the numbers right so we were one seat over which was a huge deal for this guy um who sat up on the chair with his shoes on it the entire time oh god which actually isn't a problem because they are recliners and that's how i was sitting but he was doing it in a more offensive way and it annoyed me (laughs) and then he was on his fucking phone the entire time like he was on reddit and like tweeting and like so the whole movie, I'm watching his stupid fucking phone screen light up. And the whole movie, I'm doing that thing where I'm like, I should just say, put your fucking phone away. I move seats for you. Put your fucking phone away so I don't have to watch you do your phone while I'm trying to watch Octavia kill the kids. Yeah. Uh, but did I say that? No, because I don't. then I know I'll freak out and think about that and be distraught over that the entire time. Right. That's annoying when there's that kind of distraction. The girl next to me did. I saw her looking at Instagram a couple of times. But then she also talked to the screen in a good way. Like oh, okay. Octavia would say something and next to me I would hear, she's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I'm glad you said it. <laughs> I was going to say something. <laughs> yeah that's great but yeah it was i i just thoroughly i i loved it i was thoroughly entertained it was everything i wanted it had a lot of surprises in it for me um i just it was a great time loved it oh yeah i'm so happy for you <laughs> <laughs> i feel broken <laughs> i love i because, you know, I've, I've been freaking out. Like, this movie, was, I was so fucking excited for Ma. Yeah. Uh, it was, like, my number one movie, uh, anticipated movie for this year after, like, Midsummer. So I, I was so excited. Um, and I don't, I love, I will say I loved Octavia. Octavia was fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's fantastic. She's perfect. She's a queen. She's everything. Also, like, how is this her first starring role? I know. She, my friends and I were talking about that. Like, she should be a leading lady. Like... Like, she's, like, a three-time Academy Award nominee. She's yeah. an Academy Award winner. Yeah. Uh, she has been in every movie ever since the fucking 1990s. Like, how is this her first starring role? Yeah. It's not, like, that, I mean, well, we know, racism. Um, You're both right, yes. 
and and probably body typism and all that that's it's just wrong yes um yeah. i mean same with lupita that was her first starring role in us this year i know um oh. which is also yeah. <laughs> bonkers <laughs> twisted yeah. insane wrong yeah yeah um i will the queens had me screaming though um octavia was incredible missy pile the second missy pile's head pops up from luke evans <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's going down on him yep i love missy pile mm-hmm. she's always so very great. much in like just a tiny like she can make the tiniest role like really shine i have been obsessed with her since she was doing just like little weird comedy bits and then yeah seeing her i think when i really i was like oh she has made it i was so excited when she played nancy grace in gone girl yeah <laughs> yeah like probably the best part of the movie yeah. besides um rosamund pike but uh missy Pyle- juliette lewis is so fucking good in this movie she was fantastic oh my god when she like had her uh like should we tell people like what yeah oh what the movie's about <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah okay you do that do that no, you uh, do yeah that. i somebody okay, what's the so- person who didn't like it tell what it is <laughs> okay so uh ma it's a bunch of kids there's the new girl in school she starts hanging out with the cool people her mom's juliette lewis who's and she's gonna work at a casino and uh she starts hanging out with these kids so she wants they want to get some booze they they meet ma who is a disheveled um lonely uh single woman that works at a veterinary office she's a veterinarian's nurse and she buys them the booze. Then they start hanging out at her house, having parties. And then, kind of like the acclaimed film Greta from earlier this year, uh, things spiral a little out of control. Ma becomes a cool mom, uh, starts hosting parties at her house, gets all up on everybody's Snapchat. And then she starts enacting a decades-long plot of revenge against the parents of the teenagers who she's hanging out with. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So and what, so Juliette Lewis finds out that her daughter has been hanging out at this older woman's house and like having booze and doing all these things behind her back, and Juliette Lewis flips out on her, and it's like at a liquor store. At a li- oh no! I starts flipping out at her daughter. I mean, when she's home, and she's like, oh. "You're not leaving the fucking house until blah 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 blah." blah. And every oh, yeah, like, yeah. people in my theater were clapping, and just loving it was like just that mom fury really came through it was a great scene it was great yeah she was fucking amazing i was it was so nice to see her really get to act and and get to play uh, a really like kind of pretty dynamic character for not getting to do anything <laughs> yeah yeah um and i i just love juliette lewis and the whole time i was like god why are you a scientologist I know. <laughs> it's like you and elizabeth banks if i could just save two yeah Elizabeth Moss. Like, uh, yes, Elizabeth Moss. Oh, can you imagine a world in which Elizabeth Banks oh. is a Scientologist? Just... It would only explain everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Kirstie Alley. Well, I don't know. Would I rather save Kirstie Alley or one of those two? One of those two? Are you kidding? Yeah, Kirstie Alley voted for Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah I go yeah. with Juliet Lewis and yeah. and Elizabeth Moss. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so she's great. Also, Allison Janney, wonderful little. I didn't cameo. even know. Yeah, I didn't know she was in this, and there she was. I com- I completely forgot. I had read that all of these people were in this, and I had completely forgotten. Um, uh, I guess I guess my issues with Ma, I I couldn't stand any of the teenagers. Hmm. Yeah, and I, I wanted to. I can see that. I wanted to see them all die, and none of them. Spoiler alert! <laughs> right, 
None of them died, and the whole movie looked like it was Ma just killing all these kids. That's true. Yeah. So that was that my kind of my issue. That was, I mean, on the one hand, I appreciated that because then the trailer didn't tell us everything, even though it seemed like it did. No, that is true. Yeah, I was I was relieved about that. So, I liked that it like uh, played with slasher tropes. In that it's all, it's got a standard slasher formula to an extent, like, you know, the villain suffers the humiliation and then seeks their revenge. But they laid it out so much differently that you didn't know that until way far into the movie. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it kind of did the same thing, basically, with rape revenge. Like, on the other hand, it's also a rape revenge film. Oh, my God, it is, isn't it? Yeah. I didn't think of it in those terms, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. And so, and it's got like this sympathetic villain, partially just because Octavia Spencer is so good that she can just do, she had some moments of just face acting that are, were like really poignant and made you really feel for this woman who's just profoundly lonely. She was the hero of the film. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, her and Juliet, but. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I thought the whole, like, the the daughter that she had locked away, I thought that was all really morbid and interesting. Oh, but, and that was that whole, that was almost like the, um, what's that, that like, they're doing that series right now about her, about Gypsy, Gypsy and her mom. Gypsy Rose Blanchard. I kept calling yeah, her Gypsy, Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Rose. I kept calling her Gypsy Rose. I was telling my friends about it, and I'm like, yeah, I think her name's Gypsy Rose Lee. My friend's like, yeah, she's... the old-timey stripper? And I'm like, no. <laughs> But I think that's her name. I like could not think of Blanchard. So it's Gypsy Rose Blanchard, not the vent- not the always. vengeful ghost of Gypsy Rose Lee. Everything's coming up, Munchausen. <laughs> yeah, it was that kind of situation. But it was like she's got this replica of herself locked away on the upper floor of the house, and it's like yeah. she hates her daughter. I think because she reminds her of herself, but she also wants to protect her daughter from all the things that happened to her but she does it in a really fucked up way and like you can't just shut away your trauma and pretend it never happened because it'll Mm. spoiler alert it will literally kill you in the end or does it or does it yeah (laughs) i've got thoughts about this i can't wait yeah um Yeah. yeah 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 that's true that's true uh, Luke Evans returns uh, to this film as uh, I don't know where he returns from. I guess from Beauty and the Beast, but Luke <laughs> yeah. Evans shows up um, as the 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 former love object um, slash evil jock who who inflicts said uh, rape revenge storyline. Basically, mm-hmm. um, Luke Evans is a weird one. I thought it was Sam Worthington the whole time. So this is, oh this is news to me. They all look alike. All those men with that short hair. All those all those New Zealand adjacent yeah. homosexuals. All the ones They've that, all done a Hobbit or another. All the ones that you're like, oh, tell, name a Sam Worthington movie. And I'd be like, um. um because they all just turn into Slenderman for me. You know what I mean? Like, Terminator I don't, Salvation. I don't. Avatar. Rogue. Um. <laughs> Like, I don't care about any of them, and they're all just very interchangeable. Yeah. Luke Evans, I was deeply in love with for a long time because he was so outspokenly gay. Oh, Um, he's that one. Okay. He, yes. So he's the one that was so, he's so hot, 
was so openly gay and like very outspoken about it. Like when he was starting out on the London stage and in like London, like England, British movies and TV or whatever. Um, then he does the fucking Hobbit. And then all of a sudden he's straight and he's dating women. Hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, finally i think it was around the time that they did beauty and the beast and they were building on all that gayness around his character with with gaston and uh, gaston's um whatever little butt boy <laughs> like he I mean, that's what he is yeah um but uh when they were doing that then he started to be like a little bit more elusive in interviews where he's just like oh well i'm like you know how celebrities are coy and just like talk around being gay right yeah now he's back to doing that so i was like oh. i don't i don't know what to do with this guy hmm canceled he's canceled you're <laughs> fucking canceled luke evans bring him to octavia and have him frustrated. <laughs> yeah. yeah now see like when you said none of the kids died like i agree with you i was shocked that none of them died although well one of my argument... one of my favorite ones actually did die but you yeah, could yeah. the flip of it um you could <laughs> she was great she was amazing <laughs> kind of my favorite part of the movie um that it was kind of technically the people who quote unquote deserved it the most except for maybe alice and janney's character but like you know the people who really perpetrated this shit against her are the ones who ended up dead yes and that and that's appropriate um i guess and this is the thing where i'm not a gore hound but i wanted a little bit more in this movie it didn't feel like a horror movie to me Mm. uh i wanted it felt more like a psycho thriller kind of thing and i i wanted like that's what i was expecting since like we know who ma is ma isn't wearing a mask you know like we know who yeah it i thought it fell into that i thought it it fell into that area more i don't know I wanted Freddy. <laughs> I want Octavia Spencer as Freddy. I I think it had the self awareness and the meta aspects to it, and like a gay zest that Greta sorely lacked and really needed. I think this had it. This had some hmm. like legitimate humor in it. It had some black humor in mm-hmm. it. Like, yeah, the character, the favorite character. I assume you're talking about the pastor's daughter. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she was perfect. She was perfect. And that was such a fucking great joke that played off throughout the entire movie, like three or four times. Also, like, they I approached it in a different way. I have done that at so many parties. <laughs> <laughs> she just pretends to be pastor. Like, she's a pastor's daughter, so she doesn't want to drink or smoke or do any of that. But she wants everybody to think she did and think she's cool. So she just pretends to be passed out. She literally just sleeps at parties, like, like, lays at parties with her eyes closed. <laughs> yeah. But everybody does know that that's what she does because one of them is like, and then she just gets up like nothing happened, and we're all supposed to think that that's fine. Like, I just loved it, and then the reveal at the end where Ma like is assembling the corpse party and like has all the friends all knocked out, it is doing things. Then the pastor's daughter is there, still pretending to be. <laughs> okay god damn it i'm i have to see it again you're making me love it you are making me love this movie that's true and then she gets hit in the head with a fucking frying pan and dies yeah she was the one who ended up dead which kind of sucked she was my favorite but that is okay i was gonna complain about the writing but that is brilliant writing actually that's like a character and a trope that you get to have so much fun with as a like i can imagine tate taylor writing that and just loving that um yeah so fine (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> I just like the, like the murder, like when she ran over Missy Pyle, like it was really funny. Oh, it was know? hilarious. I was cracking yeah. up. I was upset because Missy Pyle only had like two scenes at that point. Um, yeah. But it was so out of the blue. And so, and even though I knew it was coming because of the trailer, it was, it just cracked me up. Yeah, I, and the immediate like music cue right after it, like yeah. it was just really well done. As like a it, like the comedic stuff was really funny. Yeah, I guess with the gore thing, like I did, I I wanted to see Allison Janney die. I didn't, I I didn't just want to see her suddenly in a cage like dead. I wanted to see. Yeah, I, I wonder if there's a deleted scene or something because I had a feeling that maybe it was going to happen because you know Octavia would glare at her. It kept she would building click, up yeah. to it, it. Kept and there was yeah. no ex- there was no climax with that part. It was all build yeah. up. Um, it could be deleted. It could be deleted. Like, I guess. I guess that ultimately that was my my biggest issue besides the kids not getting <laughs> besides the children not being murdered <laughs> brutally <laughs> so that I may enjoy it. Um, I, I think the fact that uh, it, it seemed like Ma went from like a fully three dimensional damaged person to just like a psycho killer in like a scene. Um, yeah, that's true. And so I, I just wanted a little bit more like pathos or something to to flesh that out so that it was. But I don't know. I felt like the film was a little grounded in reality, but also was trying to do things outside of reality, and it had to be one or the other. So I, I wanted mm. it to be a little bit more bonkers or a little bit more fleshed out, I guess. Um, mm. And so part of that was like, I want to see Allison Janney get killed. And I want to see if she's turning into this killer, I really want to see that. Uh, I see. But I also could have just been a Krabby Patty because of the little texter right next to me. <laughs> Right. But when you figure, like, how few people died, I, I the Alice Janney thing feels like a deleted scene. Yeah. Like, maybe... Or they just you know, couldn't afford more out. of her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, seemed, it was a cameo, for sure. Um, but, like, what she does to Luke Evans is really fucked up. I loved that. Also, <laughs> yeah. huge kudos... Also a penis! Huge kudos to the prosthetic penis department for pulling that out. Yeah. People yeah. in the theater. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People in the theater <laughs> lost their minds at that part. Yeah. It's because yeah. one, it's like you don't see dicks in movies and you don't see dicks in horror movies. Right. Um, yeah. And then having Octavia Spencer grab, like literally grab one uh, yeah. from a very conventionally attractive gay man. <laughs> yeah. That would be like completely just hinted at. And like, I don't even think they showed anything in like hard candy. Right. No, no, it was all imagined, which, which is like where you, you know, would think. Yeah. That's where something. you would see it. Yeah. It was all imagined in that movie. Yeah. Um, so it was shocking. And then, and then the threat of castration, it was like, it was like those four points immediately had everyone freaking the fuck out. And it was kind of hilarious to watch. Yeah. But also I was like, wow, as a society, nobody, no, everyone is collectively terrified of the idea of castration. That's interesting. What does that say about Americana? Yeah, um, really. So, okay. God damn it. I guess I love, I'm really liking this movie the more I talk about <laughs> and it. And I like the, like, I, I was shocked by the body count at the end. I thought more, but then it kind of made sense. It's like a bunch of 16 year olds. It's not very often that even an older child like that, like you know a teenage an older teenager still yeah not a lot it doesn't happen very often in movies so i guess on the other hand i wasn't surprised but i like the fact that like mom and her fag friend saved the day that was uh, no that was fucking great that was great i did on the gay angle i was i was a me i knew that this was from a queer director um Mm -hmm. i should probably say gay director i just was from a gay director who 
he was the he played the cop apparently um tate taylor oh, really? yeah i guess that was oh, him I didn't know that. I yeah thought he would be older why did i think that yeah i thought he would i don't know he's so he and octavia are like best friends and used to live together um oh. and originally he wrote this for a white woman but then he went and talked to octavia and he and i guess you know he wanted to give her this bonkers role and see what she could do with it so he didn't change anything which is nice um and he just gave it to her uh He's a weirdo because, like, one, <laughs> there were lots of nerves around this movie and, like, how they were going to handle race in it and how, like, um, fetishizing or, like, uh, just kind of othering it would make Ma as a character. Right. And I feel like it's it's actually kind of nice. Like, they handled it in a really thoughtful or, like, not thoughtful, but I guess they didn't they didn't even really touch on it. But There were no references to her color having anything yeah. to do with her loneliness or her weirdness or even what happened to her when she was in high school but the fact that she was treated like that by the kids it does read in in like somewhere right. that's probably the south or whatever it does read that um you know right. race it was a part of it so that yeah. was that felt actually kind of nice and i thought it was nicely done um yes. i wanted but like then i wanted a little i wanted a little bit more of that like when she paints the other like the black um teenager's face white yeah, because she's saying like he's basically one of the white kids at this point. I no, was well, like, she said they only have room for one of us. Yeah, yeah, and that was, was like great. That was kind of amazing, and like I wanted a little bit more of that. And I don't know if he was afraid to kind of as with his reputation, having done the help and living on a former slave plantation that he has named the Heritage, which is also the name of his production company. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's weird. Yeah, but also like Octavia Spencer's best friend, but also Octavia Spencer produced Green Book. Um, so yeah. it's all kinds of fucked up in this world. So she, I think she has more tolerance, obviously, for like that well-intentioned white people that's actually doing racist shit. I, <laughs> like, think, she, I think she's like, if, at least we're getting paid for this. Right, yeah. Um, which yeah. I, I totally respect. Uh, so i just yeah i don't know if he was afraid to touch on that but i wish that was fleshed out just a little bit more because it's right in america it's just something that's so central to conversation if it's going to be more grounded in reality um right but right but it was still handled i thought it was still actually handled nicely uh or it was handled delicately yeah right yeah just appreciated i didn't didn't feel icky by it i guess the kids all drove me crazy uh oh my god i fucking hated every single no i liked one of them i liked the cute one i liked the i like juliette lewis's daughter i thought she was fine i think i kind of got a, a case of the chloe grace moritz from her um yeah, she wasn't great but she didn't irritate me whereas the other ones did mm. for the most part I guess. yeah she was she was more bearable than the others for sure yeah. Um, but I just, oh, I wanted to see more than just, like, getting their mouths so just kill a fucking kid. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, they were such dicks! They were. They were such dicks. Um, well, they're also, they're also 16, which, like, 16-year-olds are dicks, you know? You're, you're right. That's accurate. I was like, I, I found myself thinking, like, why did those kids do this irrational thing? And it's like, uh, they're 16. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it doesn't like excuse everything, but at the same time, like, don't expect them to think like you, you know? That is, okay, that's absolutely true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, yeah. of course they would flip on her immediately. Like, they flip on friends immediately, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they were less dickish to people than, like, uh, the flashback scenes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I guess, too, oh, that's what I was thinking with the gay element was, um, I, w- I knew it was from this gay director, when I like I was saying about Tate Taylor earlier, but I also... I was kind of, even though it was realistic to teenagers, it kind of annoyed me that like immediately we get like two gay jokes really early on with uh, her being like, oh, you have a nice ass. Don't worry, I'm not a lesbian. And then when oh, they, yeah. they introduce the other guy in the car and they're like, and this guy is the But the that one who's like, you have a nice ass. Don't worry, I'm not a lesbian. As soon as she's like really drunk, fucked up at the end, she kisses her. Wait, what? Yeah. Do I remember that? Did I pay attention to that? When the kid, like, at the last party, like, which was basically, like, the night of when they would all pass out and then Ma would do shit to them because she slipped them the diazepam or whatever. And they're, so they were all really fucked up. Yeah, that girl kisses her. I don't so, remember so that. Maybe, maybe it must have been that there fucking... Was a little- something lurking under the surface so that maybe that was built into the script okay yeah she said you're so beautiful and then she kissed her you know what everyone stay off your goddamn phones in the movie theater (laughs) yeah i agree with that because then i miss out on the gay content that was gonna make me that will make me change my tune on on classic octavia spencer vehicles that we should be so fucking lucky to have you assholes just like dim your screen at least dim your fucking screen hide it like put your leg up if you already have your leg up and just hide your phone on the other side of it so i don't see it right you have to know that you're being inconsiderate oh my god yeah so maybe that girl did have a little something going on maybe she did maybe she did maybe i need i just need to see this again it honestly it makes me want it because when i was watching it i wanted it to be a little bit more bonkers like I, I kept thinking of Isabel Hooper in Greta mm. and I wanted it to be a little bit more bonkers like her. Uh, mm. And that made me want to rewatch Greta. But now talking to you about this, I need to rewatch that. Now I just want to rewatch both Ma and Greta and reevaluate both of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> maybe they're actually both two really fun, great movies that I would love if I just wasn't an asshole. <laughs> I think this one, like I said, had more self-awareness, more actual humor, and the gay zest. I didn't know Tay Taylor was gay, like, but it feels like it's got a gay sensibility to it. That like yeah. that camp- campy factor, and I thought that was stuff that Greta lacked. Like Greta had Isabelle Huppert. Everything else was just kind of dead which weight. she was the only one that knew what the film was. Yeah, she was really working hard. But then this yeah. had so many, like, fun moments. Like, even just the... I love the fact that, like, when Octavia was putting on her lipstick... And I realized it was, like, when she was in high school or whatever. But, like, she's putting on her lipstick and she's being all serious. And she's singing Look Out Weekend by Debbie Dib. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, in, that's Like, good. in a serious way. Just, like, all those little touches like that were just... That was good. I loved them. Octavia truly, like, it must be... I mean, I sang Juliet Lewis's praises, but Octavia truly is absolutely... I mean, how, how could she be anything other than spectacular? But she is so fucking good in this. Yeah. Um, just this... I keep thinking back to the scene where she brings the kids to the basement for the first time. And it's just like, you see a woman's shabby, broken-down basement, and she's just being sweet, and she's making them pizza rolls, and then she pulls out a gun and, yeah. <laughs> and forces a teenager to get completely naked in front of her just so she can laugh at him. And it's hilarious. Yeah. Yep. 
but also that fine line of like okay there's some like this woman isn't what she's i mean we the audience knew what was going on but like you know she's obviously got something and that gun did work she lied she did lie he was a liar filthy liar liar. (laughs) god i loved her i loved her so much i was i was so i spent a lot because there's a veterinarian's clinic i spent so much time very concerned about what animals were gonna die when Mm -hmm. and i'm so grateful to say that no animal died and luke evans cat was never murdered by ma (laughs) yeah even when she got the dog's blood too she didn't kill the dog like so there is something in her that is like she loves animals yeah she loves animals she maybe likes her daughter sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I mean, she probably does just because you, like, I, I think she does. And I think some of what she inflicts on her daughter is under the guise of protection. Is out of, it's misguided love. It's misguided love. But I also yeah. think she hates her daughter because she looks just like her and is going to remind her every day oh. of everything that happened. See, one of my issues was with why, why does she want to, like, because she, I knew that she was hanging out with the teenagers because she wants to, um, she wants to have friends, but right. they, it's a, it's a one two punch like she also can use them to get revenge on the parents um right so i was like well if she wants to hang out with the teenagers why isn't she why doesn't she want to be a cool mom with her daughter uh and and there i mean there was the like gypsy rose blanchard element that i was like okay that kind of explains some of it but that idea of self-hate i did not factor that in and you're completely right about that that's actually really thoughtful. Like, I don't I don't think it's a coincidence that they have, like, the same hair, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she even says, like, your hair is getting too long or it's ugly or something. We're going to have yeah. to cut it all off. Yeah. yeah. And that, yeah. I, I mean, like, from black ex- from the point of black experience and, and like, hair, too, that's mm-hmm. really interesting. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. That poor daughter who's, like, not sick, probably, at all, you know? At least she'll have a good life now, maybe. And she was, she was actually, I really liked her character uh, and lo- what little she was in of it because you never really know what she's got planning. Um, but she's yes. also entirely sincere the entire time. Uh, yes. Yeah. And it was really like, like when she wheel, like when the cop, when Tate Taylor is the cop shows up and he's like, what's that sound? Who do you have in your house? And then she wheels up in her wheelchair because she knows yeah. what to do. Um, yes. That was. It's like, oh, God damn it, you're complicit in this. But also like, oh, you you don't really have a choice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Juliette Lewis. She was great. She oh, was Missy great. Pyle. Oh, Allison Janney. Oh, Octavia Spencer. I mean, that cast. What I did love about the movie was that it was all women. Um, yeah. That was yeah. really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All women and then a super hot dude that gets castrated. Yeah. <laughs> well, almost, almost <laughs> castrated you got to see it i didn't consent to seeing that and so for pride <laughs> month i would just like ma to remember uh, that yeah, i only look at things i consent to look at i've decided okay i'm changing my tune i've decided i love ma i'm gonna see it again <laughs> Yay. and swamp hag Swamp Hag will have her pride, but this pride, the new queer icon is Ma, okay? <laughs> and it's just her her holding a knife in one hand and Luke Evans dick in the other. Yeah, That's the pride float I want to see. Perfect. 
perfect there he is yeah i really it was i was just so entertained it was exactly what i wanted so i'm i'm just sorry that you didn't have a great experience because when we discussed like what's coming up on the show and all that i said well maybe we won't won't have to do a full episode on ma like maybe we can just mention it and you were just like so looking forward to it that you wanted to do a full episode and blah blah blah. so we have to do it i'm gonna love it it's gonna be my favorite movie ever (laughs) yeah so that jerk sitting next to you man I mean, I'm gonna go shit in his vestibule, <laughs> <laughs> and that is a euphemism. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, Stacey, that's the sweetest thing anyone's ever yeah. said. Slash, <laughs> consider doing for me. Thank you. Yeah, anytime. See, Pride Month. Friends have to have each other's backs in vestibules. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. You can Aww. count on me, and you can count on Colgate. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hashtag okay. teeth shine to get ten percent off rainbow toothpaste. Oh my god! As a single tear rolls down the the, the ghost of Marsha P. Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Fucking sons of bitches ruining. I fucking everything. died for this. Yeah, I, I died for fucking stripey toothpaste. Okay. I threw. I allegedly threw bricks at how many cops for what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that you white assholes can brush your fucking teeth? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. So, okay, the ending of Ma. Mm. I still think I can get my dream of a full-on Nightmare on Elm Street franchise because... (laughs) Yeah. She dies, allegedly, maybe... I mean, maybe the argument can be said, even though we see the house more or less explode, the argument can be said that she did not die in that fire. You don't... If you don't see it, then there's always the possibility that it didn't happen. And even if she did die in that fire, what other movie featured a killer dying in a fire and then coming back to haunt the teenagers they were targeting? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can you imagine... I need Ma two, three, four, five, six, and she's full on Freddy Krueger. Yeah, <laughs> like, that she's... would be so amazing. And she's instead of like the red and green striped sweater, she's got her purple cardigan. Yeah, her little purple cardigan. She has like maybe a, some minimal scarring because she like yeah, had. Yeah. she died a glamour death. Right. Um, yes, and like maybe Luke Evans' dick is uh was like uh burnt into her hand like the like the beer can and dropped it gorgeous like so a just... like a marcos baby arm maybe yeah it's just... yeah and she puts a little like blade in it so that's her weapon <laughs> okay and... that i would con- i would consent to look at that <laughs> <laughs> imagine it and she just pops up in their dreams and just kills the kids it's oh my god I'm telling you, Jason Blum, Tate Taylor, Octavia Spencer, this is this is gold. This is what this needs is, to happen. That is gold. I hope it's doing well. The first, we went to like there was a theater nearby and it was showing, so we were going to go, and it was sold out. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, I'm like, yeah, it was pretty full when we went too, and that was like yeah. a, a Thursday night, late night screening. Yeah, I mean, it's up um, against what like Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla, yeah, yeah, but. Stacy Tomatoes writes it. I give it no. Gr- what was it? Green splash. Green. <laughs> is, wait, splash. is this back to the vestibule? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, green splats. 
Stacy Tomatoes <laughs> deems Ma very fresh. <laughs> Can we change your name to Stacy Tomatoes? I know. I was like, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> DJ Stacy Tomatoes. <laughs> She's taking Ibiza by storm. <laughs> DJ Stacy Tomatoes. <laughs> oh. oh, dare to dream. Yeah. Oh. I would love, there's no reason why this can't be a franchise. I would love it. It literally, it's an open-ended. Yeah. And, and it's a Blumhouse movie. Like, they clearly were thinking, they had to have been thinking franchise. Yeah. There has to be a Ma too. She has to be a burn ghoul dream yes. killer. Oh, <laughs> this God. is all I want in this world. <laughs> I'm telling you, you yeah. can camp it up even more. You oh, can yeah. Make it even more bonkers. You can actually kill the teens now. <laughs> oh my God. And Juliet will be like this. She'll be the Olivia McKenna now. <laughs> And she already works in that casino, so she knows, you know, she has access to press on nails. This is true. She's probably already got some on. We just didn't get any close ups. Oh my God. Please, please, please hear my pleads. Uh, Independent, adjacent Hollywood blockbuster film studio. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Let's start a petition. Yeah. Bring back Ma as as a new slasher dream killer. God, that'd be so great. It would literally be the only good thing to ever happen in horror, ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> since Suspiria. Yeah. And us. <laughs> yeah, well, duh. <laughs> it's time we had a la- another lady-led franchise. Yeah! Slasher franchise, horror franchise. Yeah, like, The Tiff- nun doesn't count. Fucking Annabelle doesn't count. Tiffany might not be coming back anytime soon. Right. Uh, yeah, the nun doesn't. Nobody gives a shit about the nun. No, Annabelle doesn't count. Greta's not going to be franchised. I can't believe that there's a franchise built around a doll that doesn't do anything. <laughs> a doll that sits there and people look at it. <laughs> yeah. How <laughs> she, chilling. She How might chilling. as well be the boy, honestly. <laughs> like, yeah, she might as well be an empty chair. She's like, a prop. <laughs> she's a prop. I don't know though, Stacy. Things could uh, it all bets are off for Annabelle three back in the habit. Yeah, <laughs> there was a trailer for that before Ma. Oh, I didn't see it. You know what? I walked into the theater and you know what I hear? Hello, Andy. Yeah, we saw that one too. I was so upset. I was so upset. Yeah, and there was a trailer for Midsummer, and one of my friends was like, "I really want to see that," and I'm like, "No, you don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll let oh, you know." But going off of his previous film, uh, someone who doesn't like horror and is traumatized by things, I'm going to say, wait to hear. Wait yeah, I'd say you're, you're not allowed to watch anything by Ari Aster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just wait until I'll let you know. Your so. your choices are grief, trauma, pain, and horror. <laughs> yeah, That's about I'm, it. I'm really excited for that one, though. Listen, Midsummer is, oh, I can't wait. I, I cannot wait. wait. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully no one, maybe you should just rent out the theater to yourself. I think I should. I think I'm going to do yeah. that. I'm going to rent out the theater. 
I'm going to buy every single assigned seat. And then when I get there, there will still be everyone will be in my assigned seats, all of them. <laughs> well, maybe you wouldn't even have to do the whole theater. If it's all assigned seating, you could buy like three or four rows. Oh, and, and then set up the blinders on the sides too. Set just up in case. blinders. Bring all of your body pillows, your anime yeah. body pillows. Yeah, fill, I got my seats. my loop in the third anime pillow, my Cowboy yeah. Bebop <laughs> anime pillow, my Zac Efron <laughs> collection, Kmart edition anime pillow. And your Love Simon Pride pillow. My my Love Simon Pride pillow from Target, <laughs> where he has you can tell it's Pride because he has a little rainbow lapel pin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Aww. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Visibility. Representation. Visibility matters. It matters. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when it's done by fucking straight people who won't get out of my goddamn way in the sidewalk. <laughs> I'm gay Andy Rooney. <laughs> Why isn't my <Ma> dream killer? <laughs> oh. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I'm gonna. I can't wait to see it again. Good job, Octavia. You're wonderful. Uh, yeah. Uh, I hope. I hope you get some good money. Yeah. 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 She, she got my good money. Yeah. So there you go. God Yay. bless. God wow. Bless. Wow. What? What a. What a. What a. a, a, a <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just thinking of this woman shitting on your vestibule. Man. <laughs> and you it's know what? Like... It's it's like a case. You know how people, when they say that they've had bed bugs, like then even when the bed bugs are gone, they think they feel and see bed bugs everywhere. Oh, no. Do you get phantom poo winds? Well, I'm not uh, a little bit, but I'm getting phantom like sounds of someone in the vestibule. Just like. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting phantom straining sounds. Yes, yes. Oh, I'm going to show them. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. So the least I had to contend with today was uh, two people eating their 7-Eleven chickens on my front steps. <laughs> What's a 7-Eleven chicken? Well, I mean, they sell food things. You know, you know on the rotating tube. Oh, thing. That they have the like rotisserie. The hot dogs and shit. Well, it's not rotisserie. I think oh. ro- does rotisserie have to go through the chicken? I don't know. I don't. Well, Why I know they, I they have it now? at Kenny Rogers Roasters. They had rotisserie. I thought rotisserie was like a spit, whereas this is a bunch of rollers that like the hot dogs. Are yeah, yeah, it's like a spit. Yeah, and then these are just uh, wheelie brackets. Yeah, wheelie brackets, and they've got all <laughs> sorts of various meat tubes. <laughs> Which so. tube would you like today? Yeah. Give me a spicy tube. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, you ever give a girl a spicy tube? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, I have. I consent to that. Yeah. So they eat their 7-Eleven spicy tubes and then they just leave their garbage and walk away, you know. God, people just grow up. Put your phones down. Put your phone away. Take your spicy tube elsewhere. Get in a toilet. Somewhere else. Flush it in Australia. It'll go backwards. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So. There we go. (laughs) Yay. 
Yeah. Happy Pride Month, you fags. Happy Pride. Um, if you're going <laughs> to shit in my vestibule during Pride, at least make it rainbow. It better be rainbow. It better be fucking rainbow. And, and sponsored love... by Wells Fargo. <laughs> yeah, with a Love, Simon complimentary DVD <laughs> next to it. <laughs> I'm never going to get over how much I hate that movie. I didn't uh, see it, and I hate oh, it, it almost garbage. Much, so It was garbage. Oh, but you know what I'm seeing tonight that I can't wait to see? Um, oh, is no. books. It's book smart. No, oh, I'm so okay, excited. Okay, okay, I, yeah. I, I thank you for trusting my taste so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like, I don't know what cartoon opened yesterday. <laughs> Listen, just because I only watch horror movies and then the only other movies I see are Diply Doo Zanzibar Magic Journey. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you're the person who probably saw fucking Dr. Parnassus and his fucking whatever. His imaginary dreamboat Wonderporium? <laughs> You know, not even I thought that it was one. called Dr. Parnassus and his fucking whatever. That's what it was called, and that's why it was a hit with the family yeah. demographic. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. couldn't even bring myself to see that one. Not even I stoop that low. But let me tell you, if it's called Venom or Detective Pikachu, if it's something that shouldn't be a movie from the 90s, I am there with bells on. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, on the bus ride home from New York, uh, Mary Poppins Returns played, and I almost uh, texted oh. you. Oh, did you watch it? Fuck no. Oh, it's so bad. Even I couldn't do that one. And I like bad movies. Yeah. That one I couldn't do. Oh, it was bad. But I thought maybe you cursed my bus or something. I well, I I have cursed. I have issued a series of curses. Hence the vestibule and <laughs> and the Mary Poppins. Um. <laughs> I've Thanks, sent my I've sent, I've sent my polywogs after you. Yeah, that comment, that rude comment. Yeah, the comments. Yeah, this is my this is my um okay. divide and conquer plan. LGBT revenge is July. <laughs> but why is LGBT revenge just me sending demons after you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and yet accurate. Right. That's LGBT prank month, maybe. Although oh, someone yeah, yeah, shitting yeah. in my vestibule is not a, that's not a prank. That's No, uh, but it is funny. It is funny. <laughs> it is funny. In so a... that's why I'm excited for um Booksmart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that that was Girl Jonah Hill. I didn't realize that. And now that Lady I know well, I, I, think she, I think it. she was in Ladybird, but I didn't know she was Jonah Hill's sister, and now I can't think of anything else because look no. at her. When the trailer started, I was like, oh, it's Ladybird's friends who I liked more than Ladybird. Yeah. And then and then um and then someone says that's Jonah Hill's sister, and then I couldn't unsee it. Yeah, you can't un- once you see it, you can't unsee it. It's but like the I'm ring. So- it's like the ring. It is. And I let me say she better not call her mom Rachel in that movie, or I'm gonna be fucking li- I'm gonna be livid. <laughs> I'm going to be livid. But what if she called her mom DJ Stacey Tomatoes? Then I'm in the party! <laughs> Come on, Ma, let's do jello shots! So, but I thought it was refreshing to see uh, a trailer. I saw a trailer for that. Uh, oh, not at, not at Ma, that's the wrong kind of demographic. Oh, at The Hustle. Um, so it's really nice to see, like, a, it's just this movie about, like, a queer girl and her friend hanging out and being silly. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can't and wait. It looks so much better than Love, Simon. <laughs> 
It's directed. Did Elizabeth Banks direct it? No, Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Elizabeth Banks is. Elizabeth Banks is currently doing Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels. Kristen Stewart. I, which honestly, as someone who loves Kristen Stewart, I'm just like, huh. (laughs) I mean, I'll believe it when I see it. I guess, but I just can't. I would never have cast her. Cannot wait, and I'm about to ask you something really stupid that I already know the answer to. Stacy, <clears throat> did you see Power Rangers? <laughs> no. As a movie that should not exist and is derived from a property from the 1990s. I loved it. And Elizabeth Banks is... How dare you (laughs) come into my house and tell me you don't like Ma. And I love Power Rangers. I cried. I cried watching. (laughs) Oh my God. I I cried multiple times. Wow. (sighs) I'm telling you, it's a good movie. Elizabeth Banks uh, is the the villain and she screams Krispy Kreme at one point. It's a good movie. (laughs) I don't care for Hagazusa. But let me tell you. Thank you. (laughs) Power Rangers and Charlie's (laughs) Angels. I can't fucking wait. Yeah. (sighs) Oh, well. We'll see. I. You know, I'm curious about Kristen Stewart in Charlie's Angels. I will say that because that just seems like a square peg and a round hole. And we all know Kristen Stewart likes a round hole. <laughs> we do round know peg. that. <laughs> round peg, round hole. I still haven't watched the the gay Lizzie Bord- Leslie Borden movie with her and Chloe. It wasn't great, but oh, really? It's great. It just as a movie, it wasn't great, but it almost doesn't matter because you're watching Kristen Stewart and Chloe Sevigny like les out, and then Chloe Sevigny like flip out with an axe. So I mean, oh. she doesn't really flip out, but she does kill people. So everything about that is like, you know, the right kind of triggers. Though. Yeah, yeah, but it <laughs> just was kind of like okay. Oh, well, hey, at least. Nobody can say that us gays don't have some movies, at least, I guess. We really do. It's uh, it's kind of crazy. And some women-centric movies. The times are a-changing. The times, they are a-changing, at least. <laughs> Just like the climate is going to kill hey, us in yo. 20 years. 2050, we're going to be wiped out. Baby. Representation matters. Representation Even matters at the last second. Covered <laughs> in lava. It's too late. <laughs> oh, we're fucked. Well, on that note, Stacy, do, <laughs> do we have a listener question today? Indeed we do. Hot damn. Hot diggity. Uh, <laughs> this one comes from Mike M. He sent us a shit ton of questions, which is good. If you haven't sent us a question, send us a question. Yeah, uh, we could really use some new questions, actually. Yeah. So, you know, send it in. Gaylords at gaylordsofdarkness.com. Facebook.com slash gaylordsofdarkness twitter.com uh we're at gaylords of d do you know i still am wondering if we should change it to velvet planner even though now we <laughs> no. now we're really building a following i'm like i really want it i wish we had done velvet <laughs> i know i still think about it at night yeah <laughs> if we're on my deathbed that'll be a regret you know? yeah yeah regret 
<laughs> well, Mike M asks, in what horror franchise would you want the next entry or reboot to be overtly queer? And obviously the answer is all of them. Obviously, that is the answer is all of them. I mean, my my legit answer was any and all of them. Yeah, because... I mean, I would never turn it down. No, I want, here's the thing. You, anyone that's listened to the show knows that we already, we already, we don't think, we already know that everything is queer. They just don't know it yet. Mm-hmm. And everyone is gay. They're just are still going to learn it. And <laughs> Yeah. And, and I don't know, I, there is no, I was talking about this with Jason, it's so annoying, there is no major, besides Child's Play, there is no major slasher franchise to have, like, a gay, an openly gay character in it. Hmm. Like, Friday the 13th, no. I mean, we have part seven with, like, five out queer actors in it. Right. Uh, Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street 2, there's all that subtext, but that's it. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, also how... the franchises haven't really been making things in this modern era. Yeah. Like, they've been rebooted, but the reboots are still, like, too attached to the originals. Like, no one's going Suspiria style. Well, and even, like, like Scream. Like, you could argue yeah. that yeah. there's, you know, you could say Billy and Stu were gay, or you could, I mean, they're also, in the fourth one, like, <laughs> the Culkin or whatever he's gay yeah like but then he just gets killed and why did he look like that like why do we like lady bunny says why do we have to have him <laughs> like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't get that so that one doesn't count uh so i just i want to see and that's like that's a shame because that franchise well i mean kevin williamson. oh my god what was kevin williamson yeah. allegedly wrote most of them even though he they kept using aaron Kruger's scripts um but he's a gay out gay writer yeah so like why isn't there queerness in the why isn't there more pronounced queerness like i'm i'm not even i'm i love coded shit i talk about how much i love coded movies watching scream i was like this movie is full of queer code but Mm -hmm. i want to see outright faggotry like bride of chucky did that in the 90s the only right. one to have an openly gay character. And every sequel since then had a gay character. I mean, then again, I mean, Scream is dim- was Dimension, right? Dimension Pictures. Yeah. So I, I can't, I don't know. Who knows how much control was rescinded anyway. Or maybe it was just too chicken shit. The major, major, major box office franchises are, you know, they play it too safe with that kind of thing. And whatever the reason, that's what it is. It's chicken shit. And this extends to everything. Yeah. Like, um, this extends not just to horror, but to major franchises. I mean, Disney kind of tried with, with Beauty and the Beast and with Gaston's little Josh Gad butt boy. Right. Um, but they still were afraid to say anything. It was all implied. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, fucking Marvel's patting themselves on the back for including the first canon gay character in one of their, in the new Avengers movie, when it's the director and the cameo talking about how he's sad that like his boyfriend died or something in like a one-line walk-on thing yeah so like that's not enough it's it's literally it's just chicken shit there's no reason you're not there's no reason Iceman isn't gay in the x-men movies there's no reason um that that uh, that uh, i mean captain marvel you're telling me she's not a lesbian with that haircut like come on she has dreams of annette binning and you're telling me she's not a fucking dyke (laughs) Yeah. I, agree. I mean, come on. They just won't say it. You know? Star Wars? There better be. I need to see. I want to see. 
I want to see some hut on hut action. <laughs> In Rise of the Skywalkers. No, because you know what'll happen then is it'll be canceled because people will be angry that, oh, the gay characters have to be huts. <laughs> I would be so ecstatic. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just because I self-identify as a hut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. But like, yeah, Star Wars, like, what the fuck? Why? Is, why? Finn and Poe, you're telling me that when, when Poe looked at Finn like that and did that weird thing with his tongue and his lips. <laughs> They're worried about obviously boycotts and stuff here, but I think these major, major franchises like Marvel movies and Star Wars, and they're also worried about foreign markets. And they go to China. They go to China. And they go to Russia. Yeah, and these things are not going to fucking fly over there. Like, all these, know- all these people who think that somehow Elsa is going to be gay in Frozen 2, I'm like, really? Do you know, um, Be- I just read that Beauty and the Beast was given an adults only, like basically an X rating in Russia. Yeah. Because, because of the presence of an implied queer character. Right. So there's no way that Disney, I mean, like, fro- there's like, these frozen ding-dongs need to like temper their expectations. <laughs> Yeah. They're yeah. not going to make Elsa a lesbian. <laughs> like, that's never going to happen. These frozen ding <laughs> I'm sorry, Although... I don't fans. I meant children who like it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am holding out all hope that Maleficent and Michelle Pfeiffer les out like all hell in the new Maleficent, though. <laughs> So count me in with those ding-dongs. Right, yeah. Oh, I mean, I bless all these hopes and dreams, but just I think the foreign markets are enough to, like, prevent that yeah. from ever happening. With a, with a major, like, main character, especially. One thing Maleficent. They, can, they, can edit, they can edit out, you know, I don't know, whatever, fucking Maleficent's fifth handmaiden in the back gives a side-eye to another lady. Like, they can edit that out, but yeah, Maleficent... Maleficent is not going to be like, you know, I'm going to Lilith Fair. (laughs) That spreads her wings and, you know. That's the next movie. (laughs) Not going to happen. So. (laughs) Oh, that's all I want. You are speaking my truth into reality. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's I mean, but that's the thing is like if this is not going to happen in a Star War or a X-Man or an Avenge, then why then it should at least be happening in horror because this is where it's been happening from the beginning. Right. Like, you would the think. genre was literally created by queer filmmakers. Right. Uh, we have always used this genre to tell stories about otherness and about um, being cast out from society and about being like blatantly about queerness so let's get some outward and like no i'm sorry but putting having having a guy show up and be gay in like a side scene and happy death day doesn't count (laughs) (laughs) i want and i don't want i'm not saying i want hellbent because i would never wish that on anybody (laughs) that movie is terrible i want i just want a i want octavia spencer killing teenagers and lezzing out with missy pile <laughs> <laughs> well um or how about if she lezzed out with juliette lewis yes Seen as how missy pile was like evil and caused all of kinds of trauma etc 
And uh, so did so did Juliette Lewis, I suppose. But I mean, she's not gonna. They're not gonna let out, you know. Olivia, that's how the. And then, oh, according they team to up. Ma Lore, you know, this is how <laughs> according to Ma Cannon, <laughs> yeah, they they team up, and that's a more equitable feminism where uh, Ma and Olivia McKinnon Lewis, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just full on, full on Les and yeah. You forget the, I mean, I, I agree with you. This is what I want, but I'm just still surprised by how touchy homophobic straight people are about gay people. Like I've seen, you know, now that it's pride, like some video game company Twitters have been like, yay, LGBT community. And they add a fucking rainbow to their logo. Like fine. Yeah. And people flip out and it's like they never even consider the fact that hey all those video games you like even if there's no gay characters in it there are gay people who worked on it like they just are so tunnel vision and think that everybody is straight and well it's it's the default stacy it's the default and if you add a gay character or something you're forcing it on them and it's like Well, we've had to because you won't fucking just treat us as equal <laughs> from the beginning. But someone just existing isn't forcing it on you. Mm. Yeah. Heterosexuality is forced on all of us every single day. Literally. Everywhere it's... you look. From the Cheetos on the floor at TGI Friday to the dump in my <laughs> vestibule. <laughs> Just to fact check, I do believe they're called Tato skins at TGI Fridays and not Cheetos. Did I say Cheetos? I meant Cheerios. Oh, the Cheerios. Oh, from the children. From the children. From the children that throw them. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. It's a shame. And no, it's true, you know, and I I mean, maybe I'm preaching to the choir here because I think a lot of our listeners who listen to our queer horror podcast are, I would assume, queer for the most part. Um, But, you know... Yeah, when we grow up in a world where we're inundated and literally assaulted with heterosexuality, uh, where we have to develop um, a sense of self uh, in opposition to that, that because it tells us that we're not people, mm-hmm. uh, and we develop double consciousness around that. I mean, like I, I think I shared this with you before in in a po- in an episode before, but like playing Infamous Second Son. That was the first time I've ever played a native character in a video game, besides like Turok, which doesn't count. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, and it was really fucking shocking to me to see like an opening cutscene set in like the tribal community center. Right. And it was like, this is like my family that I'm watching and playing in a video game. And I never, ever, ever would have even considered that as a possibility. Right. Like, I thought that was just something exclusive to my weird life that I do. <laughs> um, let alone see, like seeing it as something that's celebrated and and like kind of told as like a story, like it's a story that mm-hmm. should is worth telling. Um, so that's that's amazing to me. That's why I can't wait to play The Last of Us two yes. and see. I mean, we all knew Ellie was gay to begin with the second that they modeled her off Ellen Page, but <laughs> yeah, or, and then claimed they didn't, and then remastered her to make her look a little bit different. But um, I can't wait to play fucking gay ass Ellie in Last of Us two. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be my, it's going to, it's just, it's It's the first like major video game franchise with a lesbian lead character. Like, which is also bonkers. Like like, video games have been around since like what? Technically like the late seventies, probably, probably even earlier. But I mean like video games that like anybody could have access to. Like, that's the thing is that people don't understand how long we've been waiting for things. Like, I know that some people are like, Stacey, will you chill with the Carol love? And I'm like, you don't understand. I literally waited my entire fucking life for that movie. 
Like it's the first. Like is it like it's like one of what like two good lesbian movies? Yeah, <laughs> with like A list actresses by an A list director. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's the first fucking one. And yeah. and how long have motion pictures been in existence? Like all these things that people take for granted. It's like we're still waiting for these things. You know, and video games are especially like the video game crowd is especially terrible because it's like if somebody happens to say, hey, this franchise that has five installments and takes place over hundreds of hours, how come there are no black characters in it? Uh Then people are like, what? You need to respect their artistic integrity and not tell them to force it. And hold on, time out. I need to sign this petition so that they remake Game of Thrones so that I like it. Like, <laughs> yeah, the the actual issues that matter. Yeah, they like don't have they like the cognitive dissonance is crazy. That someone saying like I would love to see a character that looks like me or acts like me or has the same kind of lifestyle as me in a game. It's like no, 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 can't have that. But meanwhile, I didn't like this season of a TV show, so I demand you remake the whole thing. Yeah, you have with to my every- ideas. <laughs> Yeah, remake it in my heterosexual ostrich head in the sand image. Yeah. Like, they're going to say, like, okay, guys, I guess we need to remake the new The Last Game of Thrones season. All right. Well, what does uh, Khaleesi Lover 69 on Reddit have to say? Let's, <laughs> let's take some of their ideas. <laughs> and Consume the Oracle. Yeah. Consume the Oracle. <laughs> yeah. It's like they don't understand, like, what we've had like what a drought we've always been in and so yeah i and it's still, like we- and I, I admit i still get ex- excited over scraps like you said like the side character in happy death day something like that or just like a random yeah, it was character. nice to see yeah because we don't see it but that's the thing is we are so fucking far past scraps and in terms of yes. when there's when there's when there's fucking queer teenagers still killing themselves those right. scraps yeah. were gonna help but actual representation is going to be the thing that tells them that they are real people worth living real lives mm-hmm. uh and it's ab- it, oh, it just drives me bonkers to think that we are still like we're still like lapping up at these like anytime jk rowling is like oh well dumbledore diddled fit whistle and cast (laughs) cast a jizz spell like it's anytime anytime that people are like oh it's canon this is happening this jk rowling said that something happened that she never wrote about and never put in any of her movies right i'm just like why are we settling for this minimal because we're so far and we do cling to scraps because it is all we have but we are so far past we that should be we so sh- far past we that. should be so far past that i mean yeah but also you know we're looking at <laughs> um us and at ma that like you know just talking about that today like this is what these are one of the these are the first two horror movies really to star black women right exactly like, what since besides uh demon knight Mm-hmm. Like it, like uh, uh, how is that even possible? Mm-hmm. Um, we're still so, so far behind in so many respects, and the only way we're gonna like not be far behind is if someone just fucking does it. Like yeah. just when you know Ma's gonna make a lot of money. Like I know not everybody liked us, but I'm sure it made a lot of money. You know, yeah, it just has to be done. And yeah. so yeah, every franchise I want to see be queer, but I do have like I. But specifically, I also had an idea for that. Oh, really? And that is, yes. It is a little, you could say that it's a little bit of a retread, perhaps. 
But okay. how uh, Friday the 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan, how everybody who's seen it knows that it should be called Jason Takes a Boat. <laughs> I would like to see the next Friday the 13th film take place on one of those fucking Rosie O'Donnell cruise ships. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah, and I don't care what happens. Just that's all I need. They're like, I just want to see Birkenstocks flying and <laughs> fanny packs are popping. <laughs> Oxford's untucking from the Chino pocket cargo shorts, you know. <laughs> you know, there's been all this commotion over what will the new Friday the 13th be if they ever make it. Will it be another Platinum Dunes? Will it be a, a found footage movie? Will it be a Jason origin story? But I think you just cracked the code right there and yeah. gave the producers what they need. Yeah. I don't care if it's, you know, actually Jason or we have another Roy situation where imagine if it's a Roy situation, except it's Rosie O'Donnell. She, yeah, and her name is still Roy. <laughs> It's Ro. And they're like, it's Ro. And they're like, oh, is Roy back? It's like Motel Hell. Like, you just can't see the why. And it just, but then it turns out it's Rosie O'Donnell. She has a picture of Tom Cruise in her wallet. (laughs) (laughs) They find random haiku all over the fucking boat. (laughs) Yeah. So there you go. There's my specific answer. My other answer is all of them. Thank you. All of them. I mean, my specific answer was like this Child's Play remake because you know what? It's not going to be queer, but it should be. And then I don't, the movie shouldn't even be happening uh, because it is still as a franchise, you know, we've been over this very much alive and very much still being developed by its queer filmmaker who originated the entire franchise. Um, but I, I tell you what, when you go into that theater, I'm Aubrey Plaza is not going to be a gay ass killer doll dating a woman who is a, yeah. a, a trans woman doll serial killer. And they're not going to have a non-binary child. Uh, mm-hmm. And there won't be John Waters. There won't be there won't be sadistic lesbians and babysitters and gay nurses and gay teenagers exploding by semis. That's yep. all in the child's play films, and it's not going to be in this remake. Um, yep. yep. So I, yeah, but I think I do think I do have to admit between the prospect of a, of a gay child's play reboot or <laughs> Rose Revenge Friday <laughs> Part Nine, <laughs> I think I think you really you take the cake with that one. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that's it's kind truly, of what we want now. So it's truly everything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we should. I uh, we should be bringing. That's the thing too. Is it's horror filmmakers who are queer should be bringing all their queerness to their films. Yeah, it's already but. horror. It's already not family friendly. So you don't have to worry about some fucking uptight Tumblr Twitter fucking person being like, horror needs to be family friendly. I need to consent to seeing gay characters. Exactly. And you know, that is that is the thing that sets us apart. That's why like, I can want it so bad in Star Wars where we can be like, well, with the fucking giant mega corporations that are making these films and making most of the money or a huge supplement of the money in China or Russia or whatever. Yeah. Um, that makes sense why that can't happen even though it fucking sucks but like but horror is the ideal place to tell these stories because Mm -hmm. it's already made for the weirdos that are gonna watch it Mm -hmm. 
and it's already not family friendly. And You're horror, so right. horror people like horror fans almost I feel would be more accepting just because what they care about even the ones who like I don't have much in common with they're like they want violence and gore and some scares and if it's gay characters doing it I don't think they really care very much yeah like sleepaway camp is a fucking favorite yeah everyone loves sleepaway camp it's the gayest movie ever made yeah you know so I don't know bummer happy pride happy pride I think we just shit in our own vestibule. I feel- <laughs> yeah. Yay. <laughs> this will throw away the rug. Queer uprising now. Yes. Thank you. Multiple maniacs. Get in your caravans. Go through the streets. Terrorize everyone. Just let's not even keep LGBT revenge month slated till July. Let's just turn it. Let's just make it happen now. Yeah. (laughs) It's the perfect time. It's the 50th anniversary of Stonewall. Instead Mm -hmm. of inviting cops to our parade, let's fucking throw bricks at them. (laughs) It's time. Exactly. Get take off your fucking target attire, put on your swamp hag jumper, mm-hmm. and and just start foaming at the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who, if a millennial is made uncomfortable, just tell them that they're welcome, that they have a place on this earth. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you know, like, ugh. don't they realize that people get more sick now and have more allergies because of antibacterial shit? You need the germs. To build just, your, uh, what you would call it? Immunity. Immunity. You need the germs and the dirt and shit to build your immunity, right? If everybody is like, I can't look at a leather thong without fully consenting in the privacy. Like, like it, you know, it's going to build your fucking character and a little adversity isn't going to fucking kill you. People have died so that those men could parade out there in their fucking leather thongs. Let them mm-hmm. fucking do it and shut your mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I 100% agree. 100%. We happy gotta stay pride. strong. Happy Pride. <laughs> happy Pride, yeah. motherfucker. Happy Pride, you pieces of shit. Wow, for a haunted tome made out of skin, it's so loosely structured, yet informative. I know, right? Is it over? It's glowing and spinning on its own, so I'm gonna guess yes. Ah, oh, oh my god! god. Oh, oh my god. god! Tune in next time for more Gaylords of Ha, ha, ha.